You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes, yes. Let's not let this go to your head. It's all right, here. Greg. I know it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of a fellow actor. Oh my god. I know. Please don't call this- me an actress, by the way. I am an actor. Is that? Oh, this is what the this is the stance you're going to start taking. This is my stance. You're going to start tweeting Portlandia now. I, I probably should. I should yes, probably tell you them. Probably should. Uh, it's now br- your you best friend. You should bring friends. back extra number four. Because <laughs> clearly, since you're not best she was friends, amazing. obviously with yes. Fred Armstead and Carrie Brownstein, because you were an extra <laughs> on Portlandia. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so, and we want to remind everyone so because excited. we're so excited. In two days. Is the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase oh, at dear God. the Secret Society at 116 Northeast Russell, right here in Portland, Oregon, and it is going to be awesome. We are so excited. So, of course, Seriously. we have had uh, two of the four comedians on so far. Yes. So, we've had Randy Mendez, uh, Todd Armstrong, it's also going to be featuring Barbara Holm, and Sean Jordan. Yes. And this is all happening for if you get your tickets in advance for eight American dollars. Eight American dollars, that is it. You get to come down, you get to support us, you get to support the comedians, you get to have fun. It's all around good. Mm-hmm. All around good. There is no loss in this situation. There isn't. And we're going to be hanging out, and I'm super yeah. excited. Um, honestly, half the reason is I'm, I'm excited to hang out with everybody, mm-hmm. too. So, I mean... I've already picked out my dress that I'm going to wear. Oh, I haven't thought that far. No. Oh, I, I, have. I have to get dressed up, too, huh? You sure do. Well, I mean, maybe it's my new actor brain. Maybe I'm, like, preparing for my role at oh my uh, being at the Secret Society and being on stage. Come see the biggest head in the world. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that is this Wednesday. Now, you can get your tickets. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link. Right there that says Secret Society and uh, says, you know, Comedy Showcase. Click on that. It'll take you right there to buy tickets. You can get them ahead of time. You can still get them at the door, but they are selling. I'd suggest uh, picking them up ahead of time. If you are planning that way, you don't have to stress about it. Yeah. And they'll already be there, and then you can just go, and you can get your drink. Not worrying about, just worry about buying your drink instead of buying your ticket. Absolutely. And hanging out and having fun. Mm -hmm. So that's this Wednesday, like we said, September 18th. And the doors doors to the venue will be at 7. Show will start at 8. It'll be wrapped up by about 9.30, and then we'll be hanging out and having a good time. However, the venue is in a separate like in the ballroom that's also right next to another bar so there'll be a bar in the ballroom however there is a bar which right. is the main like the mahogany secret secret society bar which is just amazing and that'll be open at five yeah so you can get drinks there before you go mm-hmm. into the ballroom um, i'm gonna be getting drinks there before yeah i will be too. yeah i will be too all right so uh <laughs> so yeah i'm so excited about that so we've got we've got a ton of stuff to get to here today and um yes first and to, foremost to to understand sarah was an extra on portlandia i was i was last Friday. so nervous yeah. I you know me so I like uh, we do this show and I'm fine mm-hmm. in here however when it comes to being in front of anybody yeah anybody else like except for you know you guys and our, our super secret guests that we're gonna bring on here in a few yes um but in front of other people, like in front of strangers, I get really, 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 really nervous. Yeah. Which was uh, but taken to te- taken to the test like not once but twice this weekend, which we'll talk about the other thing after we bring him on. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I was an extra for Portlandia. So ended up uh, going to, it, it was a house scene and went to a house scene in, uh, in Northeast Portland where we were filming. So uh, I had to be there about 4 p.m. Okay. So showed up. And of course, if anyone was living in, uh, you know, anyone living in Portland on Friday knows that it was really fucking hot. And I, me and hot weather don't do so well. So by the time I got there. Oh, did you sweat too much? Oh my God. Did they make a big, did they have to stop some of the filming because of the sweaty girl in the background? Because. Uh, Excuse me, sweaty girl number three. Well, see, here's the thing, Greg. uh, The reason why I'm calling myself an actor is because I wasn't the sweaty girl in the background. I was the sweaty girl in the foreground standing right next to Carrie Brownstein. Oh. Yes. So I thought that this was going to be a whole like extras thing, you know, because a lot of times when you do things like you picture that you're just going to be one out of. You know, out of like 50. Right. You never know. You never mm-hmm. know. Uh, it turns out I was one out of four extras. So you might be getting some screen time. I definitely think unless they take great lengths to like blur my face out. Well, if you're too no... sweaty, they could oh, they could cut those scenes down. Oh, were you God. sweating during the parties or whatever it was you were doing? You no, know? I was. I, I, I wasn't. All right. I was a little sweaty. Yeah. Can't they fix that? No. They're, yeah. They're going to spend a whole bunch of budget on fixing the, the extra and the post. No. Well, they didn't. Offer They'll just it. cut you out of the shot. I don't know how they could... They might. Yeah. I don't know, but let me tell you this, Greg. Let me tell you and this. And you were probably nervous, so you're like 
over smiling and sweating and like jittery? No, I wasn't nervous for that. I was nervous because uh, so there was uh, so there was Carrie Brownstein who I was standing right next to. There were two featured actresses, and then there was uh, me and this other girl named Amy. I want to give a shout out to all my uh, to all my extra buddies. Hi, David. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Hi, Matthias. They were all, well. We spent hours together. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we sat in our in our extra corral, uh, mm-hmm. Matthias and uh, Amy and David and I. And so when it came to the scenes, like it was basically divided into women and men. I won't say what it is, but like so basically, the the women are on one side of the room and the men are on the other side. And so we're all kind of talking. But I don't know exactly how I could be cut out because they kept saying our names. Like we're we're doing this thing, and you know, and Carrie would turn around and be like, like Cheers, Sarah. Cheers, Amy. And so like they kept saying our names in the script. Oh. So I don't I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. But yeah, it was Suddenly though it'll just be Amy in the final final. I know, thing. it yeah. probably will be. It probably <laughs> will be. So yeah, I got there and then of course you have to get your wardrobe assessed. And so you go, you yes. know, and the extra wranglers there and he's just like, Okay, and so we sit in our in our little area, in our pen, if you will. And so I'm sitting there and they said to bring reading material because it's gonna be a while. So we ended up, you know, sitting there for about oh, like an hour and then we all started getting to chat and before you know, by the end of the day we're all good buddies because you've all been sitting there forever right uh so yeah got scuttled on over to wardrobe see that's the thing you're either good buddies or you're not good buddies it yeah. depends on what kind of people it is yeah and they were cool yeah. i was lucky like th- i got three for three yeah like all well, that's of them, good that's good we all had a really great time because we were just sitting there on our list. so uh, yeah i went and got my outfit checked out by wardrobe it was approved <laughs> yeah are you gonna take wearing. a step by step through that through the entire I'm process just saying, and then i went and they didn't there wasn't any makeup or anything so i just kept trying to blot myself and not be sweaty but yeah then went in <laughs> and uh the filming itself took about two hours maybe and oh, that's uh, not bad at all no it wasn't bad it wasn't bad. i think the whole the whole thing was basically six hours okay yeah so it wasn't too bad but i mean it was very funny uh carrie brownstein was very nice i didn't interact with fred armison he was there super tiny both of them yeah her arm is her arms were like the smallest things i've ever seen of course so i'm gonna look like a giant sweaty monster woman you next to the tiny be, little beautiful pixie like girl next to me you'll be giant sweaty sweaty extra too i know yeah. i know i wonder because the, the other two featured actresses that they had were both like beautiful blonde girls too i actually know one of them um from from a movie that I actually just recently watched she was in okay. Okay. And uh, and they both, you know, like during breaks, like they would all get powdered up because they were all featured. Right. But well, yeah, like, they get the makeup. But then Amy and I are just sitting there just sweating. <laughs> like, all right. So we're just the sweaty people, like clearly not on par with like how good they look. Yeah. Because we're just kind of like, okay, we have like, because they're all wardrobed and haired and yeah. makeup. Were you everything. breathing heavy too at that point? I wasn't breathing heavy, but I just didn't know. I don't know my place as an act, uh, as, a, as a, well, of course, as an actor, but uh, oh as an extra. Because you're you're clearly like I was told nothing, so I didn't know. So like they just put there was a piece of tape, and I stood on the tape, and they're like stand mark. here. I stood on my on my mark, and uh, then like I wasn't like they didn't say yes or no to anything. Like I didn't know what to do. So but in my mind, like when I was an extra before, you just shut the fuck up. So I just sat right. there and I was just quiet. But it was really hard because they kept turning and like talking to Amy and I after we were like told not to talk, and like it was weird to not be able to. Interact. Well, you're just supposed back. to mouth like you're talking back. Yeah, but this was when the camera was like on the yeah. five of us. Yeah. So I'm just supposed to mouth an invisible answer. See, this mm-hmm. is why it was confusing. To yeah. Me. I didn't know. So I was no, you're like, not no. being paid for your voice. No, I know, no. and I wasn't going to use my voice. I was just fine. It just it was very confusing. Yes. Yeah. It but however, the scene was very funny. I was trying not to laugh, and um, yeah, it only took like a couple hours. And Carrie Brown scene was very nice. Yeah, yeah, well, and very it was cool. it was cool. And the, the the staff were very nice. I was just like trying to be quiet. Another way, it was really nice too because I guess they had had a really long week. And Fred Armisen and Carrie Brown, seeing this is the last time I talk about it, uh, rented a burrito truck and bought burritos for everybody. Burritos and beer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it was great. So you just walk up. It was, it was uh, that koi place, whatever it is. And uh, Koi Fusion, Koi Fusion. Or something? Yeah. yeah, so they rented the Koi Fusion truck and there's like, we're paying for all of your food. And so we all got like like awesome burritos. All right, stuff. that doesn't happen very often. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah, that's, no. No, oh, that's, yeah. that's not had, a like, normal thing. Yeah, and like fancy beer and like Koi Fusion burritos and it was... All right, well, that's that's pretty cool. Pretty Actually, sweet. yeah, that does that does not normally happen. Yeah, and saw our buddy, and, and saw our buddy Amy Faust, mm-hmm. who is, uh, oh, that's she's right, the I location scout. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw her and yeah, it was great to see her and it was, it was very surreal. Got done about 10 p.m. It was it was good. All right. I'll probably not be asked back because of my excessive sweatiness, but uh, you know, other than that, well, you're good. used up now for extra work. I am used up. This this is it. It's I wonder a how they're going to go about uh, like blurring my face out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either. They don't have like a magic sweat pen to you know. They just don't. Take that away. Don't they have like Photoshop for film? Well, they they do, but they're not going to use it on you. That's it's true. a lot easier just to cut you out of the shot. Mm. So. 
We'll see. Maybe your arm. Maybe it'll just be your arm. It will probably it just be my arm. <laughs> because there are times when I leaned into like cheers, you know, and you have to like, I'm leaning on my mark and then cheersing in. Yeah. So I don't even know if I'm in it. I might, I'm probably not even in it. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Oh, God. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out this soon. So when it does, stuff is, when it does air, we'll make sure everybody knows. I don't know when that season's going to air, but probably next year sometime. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll make sure everyone knows to look for oh, Sarah's yeah. arm. I don't care. At least it wasn't the twerking thing. That's you had, true. You didn't you have had to twerk. freaked me out that I was going to have to be. Twerking. You didn't have to twerk. I did not have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, congratulations. Well, thank for being you. On set. That's uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Actually, that's what one of the one of the featured uh, female actresses, the one that I just saw in the movie. She, it, I was uh, talking to her on the snack truck, and she's like, "Oh, is this your first? Uh, is this your first time on set?" And I'm like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, welcome to the set." I'm like, "Thank you." I felt like I was anointed, and then I got a snack. Did you eat too many snacks? No, I only ate one snack. I only ate pretzels. Okay. You don't want to go in there and just start filling up your pockets with snacks? No. Well, you don't want to get caught doing that anyway. No. No, I didn't. I just had one packet of pretzels. Okay. Well, that's good. And a Propel water. That's what I had. All right. And then eventually a burrito. Okay. 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 That's well, we got story. that settled in. Yes. It was very cool. I was. It, it was a really, really neat experience. That's awesome. Yeah. That I had is a awesome. good time. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Can we bring on our friend? Yes. Okay. Because we need to talk about something else that we did yesterday. Because <laughs> I know that he probably has some opinions about it. Oh, he doesn't even know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome me now to Fun <laughs> Employment Radio mystery guest number one, Aaron Duran. Hello. Hi, Hello. Aaron. Hi. You should Hi. talk like that the entire show. Okay, I can do that. Greg. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Is it disturbing, sir? It's disturbing, Aaron. <sighs> So a lot do you of think, heavy breathing. So what? is there is there Photoshop for sweatiness? Sure. Movies. Do you think yeah. that, will yeah, they take yeah. the time to do that on an extra? Probably yeah. wouldn't take no. that long. No, oh. they'll just zoom and crop. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep, you're out of it. Zoom and crop, baby. That's all it totally takes. Totally out of it. Damn it. Digital shift. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like not something that I can prevent either. Like I tried to, but then like they made us leave our purses outside, and that's where my powder was, and I didn't remember to bring my powdering. So I thought that maybe we'd be powder, but uh, of course we weren't powdered. So <sighs> maybe they wanted someone that has that natural look. Maybe. Oh, God. You know. They did approve my wardrobe quite quickly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good what you got on <laughs> that's there. That's exactly what we're To like, be fair, I don't think <laughs> IFC is, like, rolling in money. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know. Well, I mean, the the quality of the clothes of the, of the important people were nice. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And uh, Carrie Brownstein had, like, the most fancy wig I think I've ever seen. It was a very nice looking yeah. wig. Yeah. But, however. I've done extra work on major, like, motion pictures, and they still have told me, like, bring these kinds of clothes. Because, like, we're oh, not yeah. going to. Yeah. Unless yeah. Unless you're like a in a hero shot, like they're not they don't just like don't We're just wallpaper, right? Yeah. We're pretty just people. Much. people you're moving furniture. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that is what you want. And are. and don't talk because talk to actors get paid more. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I I was learning about this like the six line thing or something. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Five. 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 I think it's that's, five. That's yeah. Five lines. That's no, the sweet from one spot. actor to another, Greg. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do have to say in By the way, it doesn't count towards your SAG because you didn't talk. So don't be yeah. thinking you're racking up things to get your SAG card. Sorry. Well, let me just tell you, I drank more <laughs> cranberry juice on Friday than I ever have because we had, it was you know simulating drinking wine. Oh. Okay. Oh. I don't think I ever want to drink cranberry Did you juice actually again. think they gave you real wine? No, but I just didn't realize that we were actually going to have to be, because we have to be consuming mm-hmm. the cranberry juice. And it was just super, super, super sweet. And, you know, I had to keep refilling. So they would refill wine bottles with cranberry <laughs> juice and then refill our glasses with the thing. So I think we probably each had, like, a huge bottle of cranberry juice by the end well, of it. Well, that's good for your urinary tract. Yeah, thank that's God. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. See, Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Looking at the positive side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so you did that on Friday, but we need to talk about what happened yesterday because Sarah and I were inexplicably. No, Aaron, do you not know this? I don't think so. Okay. We were keynote speakers yesterday at. Oh event. no, I did see that. Yeah, because I come. Okay, yes. <laughs> so we should tell the story here of what this of how this sounded amazing. <laughs> of how this happened. I almost ran down there. <laughs> you <laughs> should have. Like, if I hadn't discovered it a half hour into it... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, oh, I, was, I wanted to be there. So, uh, Sarah and I were, were asked, very nicely asked, by um, KBU, which KBU is a community radio station here in Portland. It's been around for, for many, many, many years. Yeah, I think it's like 45 years so, or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And, um, but it's a, a community station, and they have a lot of very active involvement in the in the organization in the radio station, and it's part of what we were asked to do by uh, by the head of their. Um, I need to get his actual title. Yeah, well, he's like the dri- yeah, like he's the head director, like director of the found foundation, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize for not having his correct title, but he is. Uh, we were asked by Conch, 
who is the president of the KBU Foundations Board. There we go. So he, uh, and thank you, Conch, for asking us to come down there. So he asked us to come down and speak about internet radio, which Sarah and I do happen to be, I suppose, local experts on internet radio. We do know what we're doing. We do know what we're doing and live streaming and podcasting and how all that works. And um, he wanted us to come down, just kind of explain what we do and then answer questions from the organization. So we didn't know... Much more than that. You said it was going to be about any- 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> and with about 15 or 20 people. Uh, well, we, he didn't say that. I just assumed that. Yeah, well, Greg let me assume that. I let Sarah assume that because Sarah gets nervous speaking in front of people. Oh. I didn't really know how many people were going to be there, but let's say this. So we'll set the scene. So we were asked to do this. It was on, um, we got asked just like on Friday. So it was the, the thing that was going on at Sunday at 2.30 about. Mm-hmm. And we showed up. It was at, um, at a big uh, like community center in northeast Portland. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. And we came in there, met uh, Conch, came out and got us and said, well, we're coming in right now because what's going on is we're having our big annual meeting. So this was the annual meeting where they were holding their elections for board members. And also for not only the board members, for the future of the radio station with two very divided platforms. Yes, that is very <laughs> true. So we Sorry. walked in there into the, into the room and it was a big hall and there were probably, I would guess, close to 200 people in there. And I just look at Greg. I'm like, you fucker. I <laughs> yes. cannot believe I had just- led Sarah to believe it would be 15 to 20 people. Yes. And we walk in. And not only is it almost 200 people. Yeah. It's 200 angry people. So. It is. They, they were having their board elections and. Sarah and I realized how many people were there, and there was a lot of... Now, to be fair, did you really think there'd be that many people? I didn't think there'd be that many. I didn't know... You thought maybe topped out at 50? I thought so, yeah. That's not bad, Sarah. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be. See, 50 would have been more... But when you walk in and you can hear... It was full of people. And on top of that, so they had a big stage, and that's where the... Presumably the people running for the board were up, and there was probably about 10, 15 people up there, all seated at tables with microphones in front of them. And they were taking questions from the audience and then stating their platforms for whatever offices they were running for. Now, Sarah and I went around. We just kind of snuck to no, the back. No, let's just, let's just say first, before we even entered the room, like, I, I, as soon as I saw the people milling in the hall outside, I'm like, oh, I think Greg lied to me. Sarah has <laughs> extreme nervousness about speaking in I have, I have a severe, I have severe stage fright. Yes. Severe stage fright. Despite I what we do it. here. She, she's fine being on a microphone in a radio station, but in front of people on a stage, she has severe stage a fright. Severe. It's like, it, it's, it's crippling. It, it makes me, I'm so freaked out. That's what so, vodka tonics are for. I know, right? Which is why you need to come to the comedy showcase on Wednesday, so you can see Sarah on stage with stage fright. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I think like, that's going to be more of a welcoming crowd than perhaps. Yeah. Uh, that's, perhaps a, a, that's a well, different demographic. All right, let me just say, so Greg has led me to believe that it's only going to be like, you know, 10, 15 people and so yeah. we're going to, and we hear like these murmurings down the hall and as uh conscious leading us down um in the hall i see all these people milling about and i can hear kind of yelling coming out of a room like well that can't possibly be that sounds way too loud that can't possibly be where we're going and sure enough as we round the corner and open the doors not a seat in the house just standing room only with somebody at the mic screaming and somebody else on the podium talking about their platform and i am almost gonna pass out because it was Sarah instantly started freaking out. Not like outwardly, but I could tell. So you wait, were, these were these were like their meetings and elections, but they wanted you guys there as speakers. So yes. so here's how it worked. And we'll, I mean, it, it made sense as far as that part. But when we got um, there, it didn't make sense. When it came to our time, it made sense. Right. So, but so, what we walked into, it would not have made sense. So what what we walked into, and I don't know what happened before this or what was. How I, long I couldn't really understand going? how this was going. But there was there was a woman who was quite angry, um, an older woman who was um, at. So it was it was kind of set up like a town hall meeting where there's one mic set up. It wasn't in the kind audience. of set up like that. It was exactly yeah. Like and that. so yeah. so somebody from the audience goes up and there's a line <laughs> to get up and say something into the mic to the board members and explain your feelings or whatever it is. This woman was mad. She, she was, was mad. so mad. And anyone who tried to interrupt her because she went on a diatribe. For, this is right when we're getting there. I'm just like, oh. I need water. I need water. We need to sit down in the corner. And uh, she, every time somebody would try to interrupt her b- before oh. she was done speaking, that was not appropriate. She was not happy. <laughs> and I still don't even understand what she was unhappy about, but she was not happy. Not happy she with the way happy. things are going. And um, she, she was going off for... 
I don't know how long before we got in there, but probably had another good five minutes after we got in there. And there were people that were walking up trying to take the mic away from her and trying to be like, okay, we She's need like, to get other questions. Don't you dare touch that mic. Don't you dare touch that mic. Like, this is my time. Yeah. We, we need to get some <sighs> other questions in. I'm still talking. And so, so that was going So on. I'm still freaking out, and Greg's finding this all hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, it is oh, kinda hilarious. my God. Yeah, but, but then with the crippling stage okay, fright, I'm like, fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, these people are screaming and they're angry, and oh, dear God, we represent everything, at least at this point, what they're yelling about, like what they think, you know, radio, like. No, you guys are trying to make money. You are everything they don't believe in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll get to that part, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, God. So, I mean, I'll just give a quick side note before we keep talking about where the crowd was. Essentially, there's a split with the KBU crowd over whether or not to explore internet options. Not take away the terrestrial radio, but go down... Supplement their content it can on be the like internet. An, an addendum to their on-air content. And there's an older crowd that doesn't quite understand the internets, and um, <laughs> they don't get that. So that's why he wanted us there just to talk about what internet radio is and how great it is. You know, I mean, because it is. It's awesome. You guys that listen to the show, it's fantastic. <laughs> but some of the older crowd doesn't quite understand it, and they're pissed off about it. So. So we're watching this, and it just goes on and on with these different questions going back and forth. And we're just kind of sitting back in the corner. And since, since I knew we were giving a speech, I had came in. No, because I at wanted this to point, look nice. We were repre- no, it was before we were called keynote speakers. We didn't right? know we were keynote speakers. At we this point. were called keynote speakers <laughs> in the midst of all of the, all of the screaming. Who, oh. who, who called you that? Was it? One of the K. Uh, one of the. Fred Conch from K. Yeah. Well, okay. So. So at that point, we're sitting in the back, and <clears throat> I'm, I, I had wanted to dress up, you know, just to look nice. We're representing our business, and, you know, I had a – I'm not, like, overly dressed. I had jeans and a button-up shirt on, but let me say, this crowd, not the button-up shirt kind of no. crowd. No, no, no. Not a button-up shirt group. If you'd have had, like, an Oxford jacket with the patches, yeah. you could have pulled off the button-up shirt because then you are then you have, like, the English professor. Like, I'd yes. have the cred going, yeah. And you'd have yeah. the cred. But no. if you're just button-up. Yep. No. Yep. Just a short sleeve button up shirt. But let me say, uh-huh. I looked like the man walking in there. And like somebody the bad actually connotation specifically of the man. said. Well, so this is when <laughs> I started really realizing how I was dressed. So we're watching on stage, and one of the board members. Because we wanted to look nice ish. Like, I didn't realize. Did. I mean, well, we looked like we were going to the prom. I'm sorry. Let's just let's be Comparatively, honest. yes. Yes. How, uh, did, how did it smell in there? Mm hmm. Smelled like the waiting room of Kabu, maybe? So there was a gentleman on stage who was one of the board members that uh, that that was you know potential board members, and he was getting yelled at a lot. And he even brought it out. He's like, "I know I'm wearing this collared shirt, and it looks corporate," <laughs> and drew attention to the fact that he was. And then someone started yelling at him, like, "Yeah, you are wearing a collared shirt, and that is corporate. Collared shirts are corporate." Meanwhile, Greg's standing there, and then I look down at myself, and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> And by the way, if you want to see what I look like, I wore the same outfit today on Digital Trends. It's just a button-up shirt with like a little pattern on it. It's nothing crazy. And who pays Digital Trends, Greg? Where do you get your money from? Corporate America, Greg. Corporate America. I know. Actually, Greg had a great, like really quick, he had had a great catch on the way there because we were going to stop and get coffee. And there was a drive-thru Starbucks. And I was like, Greg, there's a Starbucks. And he's like, like, no, no, no. No. Mom and Pop Coffee Shop. I'm like, Greg, you are a genius. Yeah, we're not walking into Cable Starbucks coffee. That was a good catch. You should have gone like a bikini barista. Like, nope, <laughs> totally. entrepreneurs. Mm, they are. <laughs> Sexy All right, so pop. anyway, so, been, so, so they're yelling about collared shirts and corporate. So I'm like... And um, I look at Greg, I'm like, you're wearing a, you're wearing a collar. I know, and Sarah's like, unbutton your top button. Like, and then I have a shirt underneath it. And I'm like, I'm just going to unbutton the, the entire thing. thing. And then Greg look had me, his... I'm casual now. His shiny aviator <laughs> sunglasses on his head. And he's like, and he gave them to me. He's like, I don't think I should be wearing the sunglasses on my head. Here, take my sunglasses. I wanted to look nice. We're representing ourselves. And then I apparently should not have tried to do that. No. That was the wrong approach for this. No. So... So we sit there and we watch the watch the entire thing. And at this point, I'm like, "Okay, we got called keynote speakers. I better come up with something to talk about because Sarah doesn't want to do it." So I <laughs> no, I just sure as fuck didn't want to do it. I was nervous. I mean, so I'm like, "Okay, so this crowd." And after is, seeing the crowd, the crowd p- appears to be largely anti-internet, anti-corporate, <laughs> anti-anything new, and I represent all of those things. <laughs> so, so we. We wait until they get done um, being angry at each other for their board stuff, and they're casting their votes. And at that point, there was a state of the station address that Conch gave. And then we're sitting there waiting for that. That lasted about 15, 20 minutes. 
And uh, then he called us up. He's like, okay, now I'd like to welcome our keynote speakers, Greg Nibbler and Sarah Dolan. I've never been a keynote speaker radio. for anything. You are now. I, I know. Time to update so. that LinkedIn account. That's right. I'm an actor. Whoa, over the weekend, I'm an actor and a keynote speaker. Yeah, there you go. What is going on? There you go. So <laughs> we get up there, and we're, we're on stage, and I look out at the crowd, and they don't know who we are. They have no They have no idea. Clue. All they know is we're, they heard the word internet radio. And... Also, he had said when we were coming up that they, we used to work in corporate radio. So it's established we're the – I think to them, we're the enemy, and it's our job to prove we're not. So, so Greg, look upon the, the stage. These are the villains. <laughs> so I get handed the microphone, and I'm like, oh, this is a rough crowd. This is so rough. And I didn't say that out loud, but just all these glaring eyes at me. And they're all just saying they're like – just staring. Like arms crossed. Just staring. And it isn't so much glaring, say, just, like, just like staring. Like yeah. they didn't know, like we were like in a Petri dish and they didn't know who we were because we walk up and like they all looked at us as if we were like the weirdest thing they'd ever seen. Yeah. It was, it was a weird way to be looked at. It like, was. It was. It was. I've never been looked at like that by so many eyeballs. Yeah. It was weird. So I basically came up with a keynote speech pretty much off the cuff. I had a general idea of what to say. And let me just say for the record, and- Greg. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. He fucking nailed it. Like, I said a couple of things, so just I wouldn't stand there being like a little robot. I would say something. I'd be like, rah, 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 and give the mic back it's to Greg. Fun. Well, I had to think of ways to, like, ways to you kind of just open, disarm you them. You should just open just Chester. I know. That's what I saw a bunch of comments of people good saying day, that. People are well, f- hello, my sweet little lovely treat. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Fun Employment Radio. Oh, God. Yeah, because that's what awesome. they love is Completely unsentient, mind you. Oh God! <laughs> so I was like, I tried to disarm. I was like, well, you know, and I, I uh, started out at KPSU. That's community radio. Greg too, was just totally like you guys. pandered. Like, <laughs> I, I was pandered. He was just like, hey, totally you know, pandered. and then we started our own like grassroots project, and that's what, like we started uh, yeah. that from Threw in words and things. Nice. But I did bring up the thing. I was like, and then I went from there and and worked in corporate radio. Please don't throw any tomatoes at us. And <laughs> so and I laughed and nobody from. else did. Yeah, no I one thought laughed. It was hilarious. I thought maybe that would get a little joke out of it. Tomatoes them. are a waste of food, Greg. That's not something to jack about. They're <laughs> are starving Are they organic people. tomatoes, Greg? Are they organic? People are starving everywhere Were and you're making jokes. Were they homegrown? Why are you making jokes about people oh, not being able to eat? I know. Where's your soul? I was like, geez, come on. I was hoping I'm that sorry, would give the a laugh. reference of the use like, of soul would suggest that I give in to your Judeo-Christian beliefs and uh, I find that offensive. You cannot pin Yeah, you can't pinpoint me on one religion or the other. Don't try to Just the fact that you <laughs> well, so I I was I was pandering on things they would like, mm-hmm. but I thought the joke. I was like, "Come on!" It was pretty funny. I laughed. At, and there was nothing. like it was just me. Like I can't remember. Like at the beginning of uh, <laughs> Reality Bites, when she's like, or not Reality Bites, uh, say anything. When he's just like, and I have one thing to say. Go back, and it's the only. Yeah. And it's the dad's the only guy that goes ha. That yeah. was me. <laughs> that was fucking me. As Greg is saying the tomato no. thing, I'm like ha. They were still so angry, probably over me saying corporate. They couldn't even hear the joke after that. Yeah. There was like instant seething anger and then calm down and be able to hear and yeah it it was saying crickets it was crickets after it was crickets so i was like okay moving on so but then you know we we started our own project and went in just talked about the story of fun employment radio and at that point i'm just like well fuck it we're just Just going to win it and uh and talk about you know i mean i was honest in everything with that (laughs) because we love it Mm-hmm. I, then I realized, well, it's not my job to convince them to love it. Exactly. And, like, maybe not our, maybe, maybe, maybe not our target demographic. Maybe not. But if you are from KB listening today. Hello. Hello. Sure. And the people that were talking about stare, glaring at us and stuff, not you. Well, the person next it could have been you, but your hopefully you're not glaring at us now. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to point out one thing, and I know that we had talked about maybe not talking about this, but I've got to say it. I've got to say it. Okay, I'm putting this on you. I've got to say it. Okay. Because it was something well, I Okay, have... do we want to wrap, wrap up what the speech was and then talk about that? Yes. Okay, so... Because anyway. it's one of the things that helped me get me through being on stage. <laughs> That's true. So, so we went through the speech um, and then answered questions, uh, did some questions. Sarah did speak into the microphone. I did. You did. You had a couple of words in there. I did. I was kind of scared. Yeah, but you did great. I don't even think it made much sense, but nothing was really making any sense. <laughs> it anyway, doesn't matter. So it was fine. You did, you did, you did great. And uh, then kind of wrapped it up and then, you know, got off stage. Ran so. off the stage. Yeah, we pretty much ran off the stage and yes. got out of there. We did get applause at the end, and there were people asking questions. There were. There was a nice lady who came up afterward, and she was yep. asking. Yeah, and she was asking us some questions, and she was very nice. And there were. I, just, there I was were just so gun guys. shy. Like I thought people were going to come up and yell at us. That's. Well, there, the, the one guy did ask a question, and it's fair enough. You know, he doesn't understand how it works, and I, I guess I shouldn't make fun of him for it. But it, he was just, he was just like, "Well, how do you know who's listening?" 
and then just and then just back, back, back over. I'm like, well, you know, we have ways of keeping track of that. It's actually pretty pretty easy to do that. Um, and I tried to give like a nice answer to it, but uh, so anyway, yeah, it's we got a far stage. more reliable than what terrestrial radio uses totally, to track listeners. Totally <clears throat> more reliable. Yeah, we actually, can, we actually can get down. a specific number, not just shady demographics that can be altered to oh, yeah. these With advertisers. The meter. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. We, we can. <laughs> it's much more accurate. Uh, computers are kind of nice that way. Yeah. So. So uh, anyway, yeah, we we wrapped it up. We got off stage. They did applaud when we got off. I don't know whether it was I don't even, did they applaud? No. They did. did. They applaud? I don't even remember that. There I was, was just applause. like, it's done. It's done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There, there was applause, <laughs> um, and uh, and we kind of you know scattered off stage and then slowly got out of there. But we didn't. Sl- by slowly, you mean when? <laughs> yeah, we got out of there. Yeah, we got out of there. We did get stopped by a nice woman who did ask us a couple more questions. So. Yeah, she was nice. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So Sarah, go ahead and say then. Now that we've wrapped up how this went, you go ahead and say what happened. I, when I was on stage, you know, uh, okay, so, you know, like, if if you're afraid of public speaking, like, they have all kinds of tricks to tell you, like, yeah. different things, you know, like, picture everybody in their underwear, you right. know, whatever yeah. you do. There was a trick that I didn't need to picture that was helping get uh, me get through being <laughs> on stage that was happening. And I am just going to say this, and this is no judgment, but I have no never, judgment. I have never seen this before. Well, I've seen it before, but never so many in one room. Quite a collective. There was a, there were seven to be exact. Oh, you counted them. I counted them. The Lord's number. There were seven. During the entire time, well, we were waiting. We ended up having to wait to speak for like an hour, so we were sitting there for an hour, which felt on stage. No, no, no. no. Oh. While we were waiting, during while everything was happening, we were only on stage for like fifteen twenty minutes. Do they have some like kombucha to give you or something? No, they had Snapple. They have snacks. Isn't Snapple corporate? Yes. Yeah, it's Coca Cola, isn't it? Yeah, they had Snapple they were uh, oh, giving out. Something, I don't know. Probably. Uh, um, but I do have to say, the thing that helped get me through it was looking at the audience and finding, because I'd seen them earlier before. I swear, this is not a lie. There were seven bearded ladies. Sure. Beards. Like, not not goatees, not, uh, like, a couple chin hairs they missed plucking. Like, full-on bearded ladies. I have never seen so many of them in one place. And they were ladies, like yeah. they all had like floral dresses on, and they're like their Crocs, and <laughs> they had their purses, but long lady, flowy like hair, and, and like earrings like, and stuff. And they, they, and they were, were with their husbands, but, but they were groomed. They were groomed, bearded, In- intentional ladies. beards. Well, the beards were groomed. Uh, yeah, well, the beards were were maybe groomed. not the whole thing. Well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. they were dwarves. And and <laughs> like was, you know, no no judgment, but that's not often you see that many bearded ladies in the same room. No, and they weren't. It does kind of stand out a little bit. Yes. It was bearded women. Like, uh, it was bearded women. It was just, it wasn't a thing. We weren't taking pictures of it, not making a spectacle of it. No, not at all. It was something that was noticed. And I'm saying, I have never seen that many bearded women in one room, ever. It was just, it was, that was the thing that helped get me (laughs) through on stage. Because I, I played a game with myself because I was so scared of being on stage that I played Find the Bearded Ladies. That's, That's what, what you were doing while I, I was swear, talking. While you were talking, because I couldn't, I was, I was looking on the audience road. Then I couldn't figure out what to do with my arms. So I'm like standing like this, and then like I'm like, oh, I can't cross my arms because I don't know what to do. So yeah, so then I started picking out the bearded women, and I found seven of them. Okay, That's awesome. Yeah, okay. but I just, I, I did not know. It's like furry wears Waldo. It was. <laughs> it was. But uh, <clears throat> but overall, like Conch was very nice to us. Asked yeah. us some good questions. Mm-hmm. I hear you know him, Aaron. I do. I've I've worked with Conch a couple times. Are you guys buddies? Sure. Did he offer a CD? No. Oh. Really? Yeah. He does a lot of projects. Likes to share them. <clears throat> you know what they don't talk about on KBOO? Sports. Should we do a little ball talk? Why would they talk about something as competitive and destructive as that? You're right. I'm sorry. I feel ashamed about that. I'm literally watching Aaron bite his tongue right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did a little dance. (laughs) I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk... Balls, or in other words, male aggression on a field while they take a ball and pretend to act out violent acts That's on right. each other, oppressing women. Patriarchy, cockman oppressors, even women's sports. Oh yeah. 
So just because males leer after them, objectifying them. (laughs) Seahawks fans! (laughs) Congratulations, Seattle Seahawks fans. You broke a Guinness World Record yesterday. So... Uh, Seahawks oh, the fans did? The Seahawks and 49ers played each other in Seattle yesterday. Um, Seattle killing. For, I mean, they, they they beat the crap out of the 49ers. It was like 29-3. to 3. I don't even know what the final <laughs> score was. It was a lot. <laughs> and um, so, uh, sorry, 49ers fans. Seattle was better yesterday. But one of the things that they did do is the Seattle fans, which are known as the 12th man. Okay. That's what they call their fans. So it, there's all kinds of things dedicated to the 12th man. 11 man people on a football field, in case you didn't know that. I didn't, thank person. you. Yes. All right. So that is why it's the 12th, per- 12th man. And yes, it is 12th man, not 12th person. But the 12th man set a new world record. <laughs> Again, Cockman oppression. Yeah. Of how loud, of, of loudest fans ever. So this is what the Guinness World Record was. Apparently, it was previously 116 decibels as far as noise from the, uh, from the crowd. Seattle fans registered... In the stadium, 136.6 decibels, which is right about, from what I've, from what I've been reading, right about a Boeing uh, 747. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That. Yeah. Right about that height. Like, I mean, you're causing a, hearing damage. Yeah, it's impressive, but how do you enjoy the game? I don't know. I don't know, but that's their thing. They're, they pride themselves on being the loudest stadium. Didn't years and years ago, when because I think Denver used to have the record, because Denver, during like the Elway era. They might, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But I remember, I could have swore Denver actually got penalized once because the crowd would not shut up. You know, that, I like, do the official, remember something like that. Like they said, you know, because it, you know, it was like Denver was on defense, and the opposing team couldn't hear anything. Yeah, couldn't hear the whistles or... Nothing. And that finally, they basically, it was like, if you don't keep quiet, we are going to penalize Denver for unsportsmanlike con- And they did. Uh, yeah, that's, I think they did. That's possible. I, I do recall something like that, but it, it's apparently not happening now because they... Um, well, it's against the 49ers, so who cares? Well, okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, it was uh, 136.6 decibels, so they did break the Guinness World Record for loudest... Um, loudest stadium. That's I guess nuts. That's awesome. The actual thing is, so, uh, I'm glad happened. I wasn't there because that sounds like fucking hell. But I mean, yeah, I did watch part of it, and it is ridiculous how loud it is. Even picked up on the broadcast broadcast microphones. I mean, they can't they can't screen it out. It's so damn loud there. Um, moving on to ball talk. So a couple other things. A lot, a lot of NFL news going on, but uh, they did announce, and I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week. They did announce who's going to be performing at the halftime show of the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> One of the performers, the main performer. You already know. Yeah. Sarah, can you guess who the... I think I might have seen something about okay, this. Okay, maybe you did. I don't want to ruin it. Well, is it a guy? Yes, it's a guy. Is it Bruno Mars? It's Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars He's is... He's a crooner. He is a crooner. The, 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 <laughs> man, the man can sing. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. He's He can sing. Again, I don't know. I like him. I just don't... I don't For get Super Bowl. The, yeah. Yeah. I guess they're trying to bring in a younger... That's fine. Young girls. I, They'll get young girls to watch. So, but uh, the other thing that they're going to be... hilarious when you realize it's funny. Yep. So, (laughs) so part of what they're going to do is he's going to be singing. He's the main singer. But then throughout the season, they're going to announce the guest stars that will be joining him. So, there's going to be... I don't even think they said how many, but several other people that will join him intermittently on stage. So, we will find out that as the season goes on. Okay. All right. So, he's going to have a whole posse of people. A posse of people. Okay. Yes, there we go. Moving on in ball talk. Speaking of Denver... Where, of course, Peyton Manning now plays, where he beat his brother yesterday. That sounds wrong when you say it like that. But uh, Peyton Manning beating the New York Giants, where Eli Manning is quarterback. But there's something unique going on in Colorado right now. So Colorado, of course, approved and legalized marijuana. So that is, there are, there are apparently more, there, there's a tremendous amount of medical marijuana dispensaries in the city of Denver. But they have a very special thing that they put out. This one group has put out. The Manning Strain, which <laughs> features a picture of Peyton Manning's face on it. It's a kind of weed that they have. They said it is the best of both worlds, an uplifting, happy, euphoric, thought pro- thought-provoking sativa. Okay, it's a sativa, not a uh, not marijuana. Um, it's designed to treat MS, anxiety, nausea, and headaches, but it has a big cartoon drawing of Peyton Manning on the bag. So it's the Manning Strain. Okay. Yep, Manning. Man, does it does it cause stupid. you to fake an injury all year to get a better job next year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but you'll probably feel a lot better about yourself. Yeah, sure. There. It's a miracle. I'm cured. 
Something about the, the thin air in Denver cured all of my medical issues. Well, moving on in ball talk, <laughs> here's something that the NFL should try at halftime and taking a lesson from the Swiss with their version of football, soccer. And there is a team there named FC Luzerne, and they have come up with a way to try to get more people to come out to their games. And that is that they're going to be employing strippers to perform for each and every home game. Awesome. So they're going to set it up on the field, and allegedly the strippers will be will be there, um, scantily clad, entertaining people as they uh, as they come into the stadium. Now they said this is to raise yeah. uh, raise the number of people coming to the games. There's some stipulations, and they're running into a little bit of flack because uh, all their games are on television, and they can't show that on television. I, I guess the television broadcasting uh, group doesn't want to show them. Um, so they're going to have to work around the cameras. But if you go to the stadium, you'll get to see some strippers. Yeah. All right. These are Swiss strippers. Swiss strippers. Are yeah, this is not... Hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes them hot, if they're Swiss. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I just... I, they all look like the, the front of the Swiss Miss chocolate box. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Yeah. Fact. Yes. Right. Uh, back to American football. A team that could use uh, employing some strippers to get some people to come to their games are the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars, for anyone who doesn't know, is kind of an abysmal franchise. People don't really go there. It's not. I mean, there are supporters. So if you are a Jacksonville fan, sorry, but you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's not supported very much, and the team doesn't do very well. It's so much so that, um, per NFL rules, like certain regions have to broadcast certain games. Okay. And in this area of Florida, particularly Orlando... Which is, which is, I guess, the closest other big market to Jacksonville. They have to broadcast the Jacksonville games <laughs> per their contract with the NFL. They can't even choose other programming or an, another game. They have to show Jacksonville. And it pisses people off in Orlando so much that they had to run an apology underneath the game during the <laughs> entire game saying, oh. per NFL league rules, we must broadcast Jacksonville Jaguars. We apologize for, any, <laughs> for your inconvenience. And all of a sudden apologizing that this game oh, was on man. television. That's how much they support them there. Um, and another thing that they're doing since the Jaguars are 0-2, there is a rally that is going on today, scheduled to last, well, start at 3.16 p.m. and last for three hours and 16 minutes to urge the Jaguars to sign Tim, Tim Tebow. Oh, oh wow. And what is 3.16, that Bible verse? Yeah, yeah that's his oh, Bible okay. verse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And... Uh, even even these fans, the whole the whole slogan for it is Tebow. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's their that's their rally to get the Jaguars to sign Tim Tebow. That's awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. Name. Tebow. Why not? Why not? Um, all right. Oops. Oh, I hear some, uh, uh, some little rinky dinky going on over a there. Crackling going on there. So I have to play this. This is one of the greatest things I've seen happen in a while, as far as mistakes on live television. So. Fox Sports, when they do their you know their, their football day, all the stuff that's going on, they frequently they have the main studio that goes in between games, and then also you know at halftime they go to the main studio. I believe it's yeah. in New York. Oh, and they all like sit around the thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. A bunch of talking heads and all jarring at each other. Usually ex coaches or ex NFL stars. But they frequently will go back to the set just in their cutaways for breaks and just have the mics live all the time. And just kind of show what's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. What, show the Live guys, TV. Yeah, Woo-hoo-hoo. show the guys jabbering with each other. Well, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw apparently oh, forgot man. about that rule. He's the big white guy, right? Uh, he's, he's the dopey one. looking one. Yeah, that's yeah. A, he's who I'm picturing. Okay. Okay, but I mean, there are, there's a lot of big white guys that yeah. really doesn't. He's, but he's the dopey looking. He's one. The, I'll yeah. give you a hint. He's the dopey looking there's one. Probably either a big white guy or a big black guy. No. No. I know. I'll be racist. Other hint: never going to be a big Mexican guy because. We don't exist. Oh, you don't? Not big. Oh. I mean, sideways. Um, <laughs> you ever heard of Aaron Hernandez? Although he was Puerto Rican, never mind. Yeah. See? Oh, careful. Mm, stab a bitch. <laughs> um, so here's what happened when they had the cutaway. Uh, this is on live television, and somebody thankfully recorded it. This is Terry Bradshaw walking through the room, talking to, I believe he's talking to Jimmy Johnson. And this is what the mic's caught. So go ahead and pot down the other... And then when we do uh, a yeah, Seattle San Fran, besides, I'm going to fuck this little ugly ass mother anyway. <laughs> God dang, I'm more pride than that. What did he say? And then when we do uh, a yeah, Seattle yeah. San Fran, 
size. I'm going to fuck this old ugly ass mother anyway. God dang, I have more pride than that. He's going to fuck whose ugly ass mother? I'll play it one more time. And then when we do uh, a Seattle yeah. San Fran. Size, I'm going to fuck this old ugly ass mother anyway. God dang, I have more pride than that. Whoever he's talking about, he wouldn't have fucked his old ugly ass mother anyway. Wow. I got more pride than that. I kind of love Bradshaw because he is just this... He's just this dopey redneck guy that like, got lucky that he did really well in football. Yeah. And has a good enough, like, aw, shucks personality that they put him on TV. He does. He seems like he's a fun dude, actually, to hang out yeah. with. Probably would be. But, uh, yeah, so the He's action- the guy you bring to the barbecue. Yeah, and totally. you give him a few beers and just let him do it. Oh, yep. I'll let, let him, him do talk. His thing. Mm-hmm. And then All things right. like this come out. And then when we do uh, a Seattle yeah. San Fran. I'm gonna fuck this old ugly ass mother anyway. God dang, I'm more pride than that. Clearly, everybody else in the studio thinks it's hilarious. Like no one's that, mad at him. That was I Jimmy know. Johnson yucking it up there after after he said it. So, yeah, it was. I don't think it bothered anybody else. But Fox has come out and apologized for the uh, incident, uh, and they uh, they're very very appalled by the language, and they're looking into steps to make sure that doesn't happen again. Just don't mic up Terry Bradshaw in between there you go. shots. I mean, that's pretty simple. I can imagine. What else does he say, though? Now I really want to interview Terry Bradshaw. I want to know who he was talking about. <laughs> Whose yeah. ugly-ass mother does he not want to fuck? Probably the guy in his ear. I mean, if he's talking to the producer, maybe he's fucking with the producer. Oh, no, he's talking to Jimmy Johnson as he's walking. Yeah. So he's oh, telling the story I don't to know. Jimmy. Hmm. Well, the mystery goes on. Of whose old ugly ass mother Terry Bradshaw won't fuck. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. And then when we do uh, a Seattle yeah. San Fran, besides, I'm gonna fuck this old ugly ass mother anyway. <laughs> God dang, I'm more pride than that. I don't care if it's different sports. I want Terry Bradshaw and Charles Barkley to have their own sports show. Yes. That would be a glorious thing. I would be a train wreck. I would watch that show without fail. I Oh, absolutely. All day, every and then, day. And then just have them cover any, just and just give them random Make them cover, cover soccer. Or cricket. Yeah. Just, just hand them shit <laughs> yeah. to cover. Curling, oh, yes. All of it. Anything. It would be amazing. And make them talk about it for a half hour. <laughs> yeah. And talk about everybody. Oh, yeah. That is you're a, given a half hour to prep and then your half hour show. That is a brilliant idea. Ryan actually. is also <laughs> suggesting and perhaps Jose Canseco. Uh, you could throw Would that Jose be too in much? There. Would that be a little distracting? Jose could probably be on his own, right? Yeah. 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 He's a he little. Maybe get in the third rotating person once in a while, like the guests. He's. He's a little he's more pretty, uncontrolled, crazy. He's a little aggro. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw yeah. and Charles Barkley, they're, they're like natural. Crazy, yeah. but they they can. They're natural crazy. I don't know. I don't know Plus, how I to say. I get the it. feeling it's, that Conseco gets a little punchy, and yeah. not like right. he looks, looks like he gets a little beady. That's what I mean. It looks yeah. like he doesn't get the joke very long before right. the fists come out. Okay, Bradshaw and Barkley kind of never stop joking. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they really get mad enough to like. No. I can see Conseco finally snapping on camera one day. Yeah. No, yeah. I could see Charles Barkley and Terry Bradshaw ripping on each other for a half hour. Neither one would get. Pissed off. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know. Oh wow. That I would, would be watch a great that show. I would so watch that too. I, I would too. It'd be awesome. Would. You guys both oh. look way too excited about this. <laughs> You're like treating it as if it's actually happening. It should. I really Greg should. And I'll produce it. Yep. Done. There you go. And the whole point is to never have meetings. Yep. Like no I'll, meetings. Like you plan with Barkley and I'll plan with Bradshaw and then we throw them together and we yep. watch <laughs> and then just give them a sport they have to watch. Yeah. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh boy! Copyright it. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Well, you started off with some Seattle news, Greg. What? Could you call it Barkshaw? <laughs> oh God, that's pretty good. Or, or call it Chuck and T. The problem is you'd have to you'd have to rotate the name because they both have big both enough egos. Be, yeah, so like every other you'd have one. to rotate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Each week it'd be something different. Yeah. Okay, sorry. First up, out of Seattle, our sisters to the north. This happened this weekend. A man who wasn't wearing any pants allegedly stole a yacht and went on a rampage in Seattle's Port- uh, Portage Bay uh, before being shot. 
he's alive, uh, oh, by another yeah. boat owner. Oh, so, he got shot? A man who wasn't wearing pants, a pantsless man, allegedly <laughs> stole a yacht and went on a rampage in Seattle's Portage Bay before being shot by another boat owner. I must know everything about this. All right, Seattle police say it started about 11 p.m. last night. Boat owners at the Queen City Yacht Club. <laughs> Go down to Queen City. I'm at the Queen City Yacht Club. I <laughs> uh, woke up to a loud banging. The man, 22 years old, had allegedly stolen, pantsless, a 35-foot yacht and then started ramming it into the other expensive yachts wow. and boats and docks. Uh, police say the man even took down a large overhang with the 35-foot yacht that he stole. Sarah, they're on water. Commandeer. You don't steal a yacht. You commandeer a yacht. It says stole. Well, it's wrong. Commandeer. Okay, he allegedly commandeered a 35-foot <laughs> yacht. Uh, so another boat owner tried to stop the man by firing a shotgun at him. Police say the suspect was grazed in the hand. He was taken to Harborview Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. The man was reportedly naked from the waist down, <laughs> and police suspect that he was high on drugs. Okay, I gotta say, if you're gonna get arrested and go to jail, that's the way to do it. Steal a yacht and ramming it around for a while. As long as nobody gets hurt. Ruin a bunch of rich people's Yeah, Yeah. like like their shit's not insured. Exactly. They're fine. God, I wish he'd have just but done oh, it. But oh, Margaret will talk about it for years at oh, parties. Oh my goodness, oh, do you remember that oh, time with that, that creature just trying oh, to ruin all y'all? Horrified, a lot beastly, man. <laughs> I kind of wish he'd have just punched it. Like yeah, when he started just, getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> just head I love the idea seat. of like, yeah, I love the idea of like the Seattle cops like, let's go after him, but let's not try too hard, man. This is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> just this, <laughs> the slow yacht chase. Yeah, Ryan is saying it sounds like Arrested Development. Either it that does. or an episode of Reno 911. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well. They've just flipped it off the cops the entire time. <laughs> well, the man, uh, once he's released from the hospital, the man is expected to be booked on the boat theft or the, what is it called? Commandeer. The commandeering of said craft. But will Chadwick uh, recover from such an atrocious <laughs> event? Chadwick and Marjorie. They need to set up gates to keep those people out, Yes, right? keep the ruffians out. I've of got our- your boat! Look at my balls! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so no one else was hurt. All right, this story just grossed me out. Well, yay. So, and, but I think you guys might like it. Oh. So it grossed me out. Hmm. It's out of South Carolina. Well, okay. Right. Strike one. <laughs> A South Carolina man has been accused of assaulting his girlfriend during a three-way that he was having with his girlfriend and her cousin. Oh. Wait. More details. What Female kind? cousin. Oh. I like how that makes it better. <laughs> in oh, world. oh, oh, Ew, that's gr- oh, well, oh, oh. Uh, so this man's name is Terry Antone Jenkins has been charged with crim- no, Terry. Greg. Greg, you're listening to my story. Don't look him up. I want to see what Terry. I don't care. You can wait till the end of the story. All right, Terry Jenkins, you take your penis out of my cousin. <laughs> Terry Antone Jenkins. Uh, I'm sure somebody else can find it. Antone Jenkins uh, was charged with criminal domestic violence this past weekend after police responded to an 8 a.m. Saturday morning call. Oh. Wow. So Jenkins' girlfriend told the county police officer who responded that she and her female cousin were having a threesome. And once <laughs> Jenkins finished, a.k.a. ejaculated, the it two... says that? Yes. The two female cousins continued to perform oral sex on each other. Good for them. Yeah. Well, Jenkins, the boyfriend, did not like this. The kissing cousins indeed angered Jenkins. He allegedly then grabbed his girlfriend's hair and pulled her off of her cousin that she was making sweet, sweet mouth love to. Before, I mean, really, what's he care at that point? Yeah, wait a minute. Why is he so mad? Yeah. I don't know. Before uh, hitting her in the head and, and uh, kicking her, there, she's all right. Uh, the officer noticed a three-inch scratch mark on the woman's neck. Jenkins, who claimed he had not hit the woman's cousin, he only hit his girlfriend, was taken to jail. He was released the same day. And uh, at 8 p.m., so the, the 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday morning, at 8 p.m. that night, the girlfriend again called police to say that Jenkins came to her home and tried to attack her because he was angry about her making sweet, sweet love with her cousin. Uh, officials tracked Still Jenkins pissed down off about it. and threw him in the slammer again along uh, with a violence charge along with the charge of using a vehicle without consent. I have, I have, I have, I have questions. Tell me, ask me. I only have what I have. Here, well, I don't understand why he's so mad. Yeah, it Maybe, doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know what I'm he's saying? done, so ostensibly relaxed. Yeah, now just sit back and enjoy the show. Maybe he's yeah. frustrated that he wasn't able to please his girlfriend that she had to go in the incest route to Here's be able to. What I'm thinking might have happened. I'm guessing. Is this perhaps, like the end of clue? Here's what might. have I'm happened. guessing perhaps alcohol was involved in the night. <laughs> just 
Just get a guess. You mean you think maybe they were up all night until 8 a.m. and not just getting up, you know, before their morning job? They're just, no, no. They woke up, they're like, hey, you want some, you want an omelet, you want a mimosa, maybe a threesome with my cousin? Or what might have happened is, like, he does the deed and they maybe had fun and he thinks he's, like, you know, some, like, Don Juan DeMarco kind of guy here because he's bedding these two ladies. Mm. He's so good. You're right. It's family. Oh. Like even and they, even then they like he's so good so he's done so he steps back the girls still kind of go at it they maybe they're all a little drunk and girlfriend jokingly or not tells her cousin you're so much better than like there's, oh. there's that and oh. and he goes oh. from like I am like the player, am playboy God. of the Western yeah. world to yeah ego just plummeted yeah and then it's redneck rage time oh boy yeah well uh, no people are asking uh, questions it was her cousin so it wasn't his cousin it yeah. was, it was well, indeed the lady's cousin that was it would be unnatural right. the other way yes alright so let's just let's separate ourselves from that uh, moving on <laughs> there's something that I saw posted all over the internets this weekend and it reminded me of Scott Daly and something that everybody uh, should know you know what this is, is. now uh, this is a story out of uh, Northampton UK uh-huh. now it doesn't it doesn't speak <laughs> it doesn't juggle. It has balloons in its hand, but doesn't hand them out. It probably doesn't even sleep. It just stands there, haunting our dreams with its sinister smile on random street corners. Yes, this is because an anonymous man has been striking fear into the hearts of Northampton, UK community by ominously standing around, dressed as a clown on street corners and leaving before anybody can find out his identity. That's so awesome. <laughs> he is standing outside and all around Northampton... Just standing there as a clown staring at people, and nobody knows who the fuck this clown is. No, he doesn't hurt, like, go after anyone, He right? doesn't hurt anybody. No. So, the, so the Northampton Herald and Post first reported <laughs> the sights of this creepy clown that just stands there staring on the street corners. Earlier this month, so it's been going on for the past few weeks, the clown has allegedly been spotted all over town. And it sometimes is standing there holding balloons. <laughs> Other times, he's standing there holding a teddy bear that's dressed like a clown as well. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Uh, so efforts made to oh somebody posted the picture. I just found it. Yeah, so that's the clown. Oh, um, there's a bunch of pictures of him. He is crazy. Oh, he's as all fuck. over. He's town. all over. That is just terrifying. And he's posing for like security cameras and street cameras. And <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Somebody just wrote. Uh, Shock just wrote. We should get someone to dress up as a clown on Halloween and then follow Scott Daly around. Oh. Holy shit! How come we've never thought of this? We are too good of friends. Just no, randomly, like a block away you can't at all tell times. Tell him though. We can't tell him. No, I mean, no one tell him. No one tell no him. One tell him. All right, so efforts have been made to discover the identity of this clown, and they've yielded few results, although many, many photographs have been taken. <laughs> uh, a recent YouTube video shows a man being interviewed in clown garb. However, it turned out to not actually be the Northampton mysterious clown man. The Northampton honker. Yeah, so turns out this, the clown also, well, somebody who claims to be the clown has a Facebook page. <laughs> and he's claiming that so, so somebody made a YouTube video. This YouTube video was since disproved not to be him. The clown who owns the YouTube page, who apparently is the real Northampton clown, says, uh, "I was not the clown uh, that was featured in the YouTube video. Uh, there is too much hate, not enough love." And so, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to find out what's going on with the Northampton clown, uh, you can actually follow the sightings on Twitter by going to hashtag Northampton clown. And you can see all of the updates and pictures and such of people who are capturing images of this guy. It's awesome. Yeah, something that is like pretty that amazing. happened here a few years ago, though. What? It was a few years ago. Uh, yeah, probably like four years ago or so. I, I never knew who it was. Like it got reported on a little bit and then went away. And some people think it might have had to do with Fright Town and Baron Von Gulo as an ad campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, about four years ago, at random times in the evening. There were clowns on off-ramps. Really? Yeah. Just, just like, like hanging out? Like where the panhandlers would usually be? Yeah. Just waving, holding balloons as you like got onto the... Fr- and they only came out at night. Ugh. Yeah. I remember coming home from gaming one night at like 1 a.m. And there's a there's a clown like on the I-5 interchange. Okay, that's... Just waving. That's, uh, that's unnerving. It was amazing. It's kind of genius. Oh my gosh. I, okay, so I do have... Put one like in the Washington Park Tunnel. Yeah, just standing there, or by the Max, just Not doing like, anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Just peeking around a corner. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm looking at this, and there are new reports of people who are actually trying to catch <laughs> the clown, and he's calling himself the Clown Catcher. 
where he dresses in a Superman outfit in Northampton, and he's trying to catch a clown. A, clown. Cat- a vigilante justice. A vigilante justice clown catcher. Wait, this is how it starts, you know. Where's the clown catcher? Does he have a? Does he have a picture? I think. Let's see. He calls himself the clown catcher. Sorry, wait. I'm looking this up. This is coming. All right. So uh, breaking news. All right. It's breaking news. Okay. Here it is. In a bizarre turn of events, the creepy clown now has inspired its own clown catching superhero, <laughs> dubbed the Clown Catcher. A local citizen dressed as Superman has taken to protecting North uh, Northampton from its latest mystery villain. Yes. Why are they assuming the clown's a villain? I don't know. I know he's not doing anything. He's just he's standing like, there. He's like Owatu the Watcher. He's just observing. He's just hes just trying to, in case... I'm down with the clown. <sighs> I think I'm going to do the clown room again this year. Get Team Honk back together. Team Honk Honk. The clown... Oh, God. The clown room is so scary. Yeah. All right. So just so you guys know, just There's a, a picture update. of the clown catcher. Yeah, he's in a Superman outfit. Kind... Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He this looks, is amazing. I yeah. wish he looks I could scarier than the clown. If he I is were very terrifying. anywhere within driving distance, I would be going to Northampton right now. Yes. To just hang out because I would want to. Even see the if clown. this is a gimmick, it doesn't matter if it's scaring the shit out of people. That's success. I, I love this stuff. Oh it's yeah. So great. Oh yeah. Our favorite season's coming up. Oh no, oh. I've already started. I think I figured out what it'd be for Halloween, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. All right. All right uh, let me see. I still uh, let me just put. Uh, let me pick one more story. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one. <laughs> this was sent to me. <laughs> this was sent to me by a couple people, and it was just downright disturbing. So we go from clowns to, of course, I have to end with a Florida story because why would you not? Now the Sunshine State, you know, always uh, it's it's had its problems, you know, but you know, like the face eating and stuff aside, I'm talking about some animal problems now. Um, of course, it's gone from anything from raging Burmese python invasions. They've yeah. had those for some decades. Also, they have Cuban tree frog problems. They got those, the Ghanaian rats, too. They Ugh. have the rats. They're but gigantic. now They have a new species that is invading Florida. It has a new issue, which are being called, yes, invasive herpes-riddled monkeys. <laughs> I am not kidding. What? Invasive herpes-riddled monkeys. There are about 1,000 feral rhesus monkeys living in Florida right now. Most of which, when they are scooped up by officials over the years, are found to be carriers of herpes. And this week, week, uh, the colony of the rhesus monkeys that are running around all over Florida have been declared a public health hazard. It is believed that a small handful of the wild animals originally landed in the state in the 1930s. And they have since been procreating, and now they are riddled with herpes and everywhere in Florida. Riddled with it. They're riddled with it. Uh, Of course, just because, you know, just because they're monkeys and they seem kind of cute, they are not, because of course they're in Florida. Florida's rhesus monkeys are are known to uh, act aggressively toward people. Ugh. And the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission has come out concerned that the animals could spread their diseases to humans or otherwise injuring them. You could get herpes from a monkey you attack? You could get herpes from a monkey. And they're also warning tourists and natives to be aware and keep their distance. Just because a monkey is cute to look at does not mean that it's not riddled with herpes and wants to eat your face. Herpes riddled monkeys in Florida. Damn straight. Oh, That's your world of crazy. That's terrifying. So wait, that means we could go on monkey hunts, though. Good, legally. I mean, are, are they just going to wipe them out? It's a public health know. hazard. I would think if that it means is, open if it's season been herpes monkeys. Though, if there are herpes monkeys everywhere, I mean, <laughs> if that isn't a national disaster, I don't know what is. We could dress up like Bayou Billy and go hunting them. Yeah, I like this idea. Mm-hmm. It's time for a monkey hunt. Monkey hunting jeep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, when I did speaking. I mean, Speaking of monkeys, yep. I did see the IKEA monkey was in. Um, does he have herpes? But IKEA monkey does not have herpes. However, he, he has been. He's going to stay in his uh, monkey land that he's in now, and he's not giving being it's given not, back to his owner. It's not in Florida, is it? It's not in Florida. It's in. Okay. It's in BC. Oh, he's in British Columbia. Yeah, I remember he was outside of Toronto. How no, come I'm the no, only? Where, what are you talking about? Toronto's nowhere near British Columbia. You know, Toronto's Ontario on the east coast. Oh, maybe it was <laughs> BC. I don't know. It was somewhere up there. I like how you're jacket. getting ready to scold me for, mm-hmm. for 
It's the like saying they're going to keep him. It's like saying they're going to keep him in a special camp in Portland. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because he was found in New York. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. About, about, probably the same distance. Almost. I was just seeing if you guys were paying attention. Hey, Greg, don't we have a birthday today? Yes, we do. Okay. We do indeed. This birthday was... From one actor to another. Why don't you tell me whose birthday it is? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I do have something with that, actually. Um, I'll tell you here in a minute. So, we need to say happy happy birthday to you. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Give me a chance. Uh, it was from Twitter. Yes. And from <laughs> Twitter user, Spam and Eggs. Spam so, and Eggs. Uh, apparently, uh, he does not want to give his name. His name, when his, from his email address, is Victor Von Gerdenheim, which he says his name is not Victor. But when he set up the account, he doesn't a while ago, and he doesn't know how to change it. But he did not give us his name. Okay, so Spamenegs so, Victor von Gerdenheim. Spamenegs Victor von Gerdenheim. He's a Bond villain, yeah. or he's the he's the so. uh, Northampton clown. Yeah. Oh, know. or the clown catcher. Could be, oh, it could be one, one of the other. Two. I'm one gonna guess two. so. Well, happy Either birthday, way. whoever you are. Happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn rat. All right. So, need to make an announcement about tomorrow's show. Yeah? Because, uh... Why is that, Greg? Why would you need to make an announcement about that? He's riddled with monkey herpes. I'm riddled with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow's show is, for you guys who listen live, is not going to air at noon. We'll be going live around 3 p.m. Because, uh, got booked for a photo shoot for which... Sarah is also going to be a part of it. Yes. yes. Look at my acting. My acting career is taking off. Man. That's Look at that. Two gigs in, what, three days? Hot Kick damn, this sort I'm of the curb, fire. man. Let's move up. Thank you, Greg. Greg got me a job. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make me any less qualified. It makes me significantly less qualified. doesn't matter because I'm going to be there alongside Greg, two actors working together. Yes, indeed. And we can't say what it's for. I will say it is not midget porn, as it was suggested in the chat. No. Um, it's not pornographic in any nature. No, it's, like a, it's legit. Although there is a dog involved. Th- there is a dog. That makes it sound wrong, Greg. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on the Fun Employment Radio Network today. Today, at drive time at the drive-in, I am finally kicking off a video game soundtrack, which I've been teasing for a while. Today, I will be covering selected tracks from Skyrim. Awesome. So I saw your post. Oh, yeah, man. I'm all jazzed for that. That is badass. And then uh, later tonight, Accidental Housewives. Today, I don't even think they realize it, but today is their six-month show. Oh, that awesome. is so awesome. Yeah, I was Adam's like episode twenty six. That's six months. Yep. So yeah. there you go. So you can remind them of that happy, that happy right. thing. Congratulations, <laughs> accidental housewives. And that is awesome. This week on Geek in the City. Uh, this Wednesday, yeah, we're going to do something on Geek in the City. I think half is going to be at the comedy show, but this is so busy with the Comic Con, like we couldn't cancel this. Yeah, show. Oh, totally. totally understand. Yeah. So like this is our. It's like when you guys have Bridgetown Comedy Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Comic Con week, so we're just swamped right now. We are going to try to have on some guests that are going to be debuting videos. At Comic Con, cool. cool. I don't want to say yet because it's not all. I don't want to say too much, and I don't think the guys in the show have any idea because I got the email this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Yeah, it's just a week of surprises. Tomorrow we still we're doing the. And then tomorrow, yes, of course, of course. Tomorrow we. Yeah. Meaning Aaron and I and whoever else wants to play along. And I think also Jesse Graff. Awesome, Mr. Spock. Okay, cool. Uh, we will be watching. We've been talking about this. It had to be delayed last week because of our, inter- our interview with Andrew WK. Thank yeah. you for moving in. I appreciate it, sure. Aaron. We'll be watching Clue in its entirety and giving commentary. Yeah. Live commentary on Clue. So what that means is people, you'll have a, a cue for them to sync up and watch it live with you. Yeah. Yep. You and we'll all be watching it. it together. We'll be yep. in the chat. We can watch it all together. It's going to be fucking amazing. And yeah. then afterwards, it will be up for... Yes. Or you can, if you like, weren't able to watch it along with it, we're going to put it into the archives, and then if you decide to watch Clue, you can just start it when we did yep. and listen to our commentary along while you watch it. That is awesome. So I that'll know. be live at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. Here perhaps on the some, Fun Appointment Radio. Perhaps some drinks will be had. Oh, uh, I think some cocktails will have to be had. I mean, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Clearly. That is so much stuff. And yeah. we will have the uh, calendar at funemploymentradio.com slash live all up to date as well. Yes. With everything Ooh. like that. Yeah. Busy week. All right. Busy week. Busy week indeed. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone. You guys are awesome. And we'll be back live tomorrow at 3 p.m. with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.